Hello, my name is Mark Gibson, and you're listening to the podcast version of the Chagask Signpost series, a weekly webinar that promotes and examines sustainability in Irish farming. Good morning to everybody, and you're very welcome to today's Signpost webinar. We do hope you're keeping safe and well wherever you're joining us from this morning. So today we'll be discussing digital tools for farm advisors and farmers, and you're probably wondering what this has got to do with the signpost series and farm sustainability. But when you consider the complex nature of environmental sustainability, there is an obvious need for decision support tools, whether it's for nutrient management or mapping biodiversity and so on. So we are delighted to be joined by this morning by Dr. Raquel Cateno Referrara, uh, who is a postdoctoral research officer with Chagisk and project manager of the Fair Share Project, which is a five-year funded EU-funded program, which aims to ensure that farmers and advisors uh, and their organizations effectively use digital tools and services for supporting a more productive and sustainable agriculture. So Raquel, you're, you're based in Ashtown. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and the work you're doing uh, on this project? Well, good morning to all that are uh, joining us and thank you for the introduction. Um, my, uh, my background is in forestry and I also worked uh, in uh, nature conservation within in Portugal in here and my my family has a background in in farming so it has been a really pleasure to come here and work in fairshare not only to learn with others but also to see what it has been doing and towards a more sustainable agriculture in Europe because this is a european project with many partners as i will explain further in, in my presentation that allows us to have different perspectives and see what are the main constraints within different realities as well. And Raquel, I understand uh, you, your family had uh, a history with Chagask before you joined. Is that right? That is true. Uh, my mom actually, um, she did part of her PhD in Chagask in 1986. And also Chagask had a program helping the regional government of the Azores, uh, where I'm from, in which my parents did participate, has been uh, within staff of the of the university. So thank you very much, Mark, for the presentation. And I would like to welcome all participants to this webinar in which I will be sharing what has been, as Mark said, a five years journey of Fair Share project that is coming to an end this October. So I will be sharing with you part of the results that have been achieved during this, uh, this project. And has, um, it is an arising 2020 project. It is called Fairshare because we are supposed to have the digital advisory tools in the findable, available, interoperable, sorry for my English, reusable and shareable within the community and within Europe. So it is, as I was saying, uh, an Horizon 2020 project. And the main thing of this project, it is this coordination and support action. It means it's not mainly focus on research, but is in uh, its supporting measures such as dissemination, awareness raising, and communication, um, networking, policy dialogues, and mutual learning exercises and studies. And so this project is addressing the needs to improve public and private advisory services across Europe with, with regards to agriculture. 
and briefly just to present what is uh, Horizon 2020. So it was a financial instrument uh, towards innovation within Euro Union Europe. And um, they also, the main thing is to create new jobs opportunities to be more sustainable and inclusive in growth and jobs. And in, in this particular case, in, in terms of agriculture, also in to targeting rural development and th um, the thriving communities. So it had three priorities like excellent science, industrial leadership and societal challenges and preparing and having practice ready knowledge solutions. So digitalization has changed the way many services are delivered uh, within nowadays. But in agriculture, there is a, a wide gap, a digital divide that still exists both at the advisor and farmer level. And so you can see here, there's a bridge and fair, fair, uh, fair share bridge with its tools, expertise and motivation is trying to decrease this div uh, digital divide and make people more aware of the digital advisory tools, but also supporting training um for for having the best uh use of it and to get the best results that you can have with these digital advisory tools so it has been it has been supporting digitalization of advisory services and digital innovation and on european farms closing as i was saying the digital divide in agriculture and helping farmers achieve their vi viability and sustainable sustainability targets it also identified in this, within this project we also identified what were the most relevant go good practices uh, in digitalization and the barriers and the opportunities around the, this question of advisory services and their use by advisory advisors and farmers. Also, I would like to um, say that this is a has a European project. It has twenty three. Um, it is has twenty three EU, EU countries with thirty one partners. So it is quite broad project and has very different perspectives. So here. Uh, what we Raquel, did. Sorry to disturb you there. Um, yes. Just, just that there is a, that a little bar appearing at across your. Ah, uh, sorry. Um, just, just uh, in case okay. maybe you want to just reshare. No, it's gone now, actually. Yes. Perfect. Okay. Thanks. Thank you for uh, letting me know. So, what uh, Fairshare did, one of the things was to create like a library. So, an inventory where we have. You can uh, add your digital advisory tools and services and you can search which are the ones more suitable for your specific case or uh, which you think can be useful in the future. So at the moment, it has over 350 dots and was created and implemented um, and being implemented, implemented it um, allows two main actions. The one is to engage advisors to talk about the tools and service they use and to share with the, with others. Because some services have very good tools to their reality and others have developed others for their re reality. But some can actually be changeable and can be used in different services in different realities sometimes because maybe the main uh, objectives are the same. And also the second action was that it improves advisory access to use um, digital tools and digital skills. 
And what we what was done was to create 42 user cases. And within these user cases, what was um, accomplished was to have uh, real situations within this uh, knowledge, this uh, concept of living labs, where you could see how it was before. And through two years of implementation of these user cases, of this approach, you could see how it was afterwards in, of the implementation. And within those two years, what was done was you could, uh, partners created a user, um, a roadmap. They did a business case. They had training because not all of us have the same technological uh, skills and it will be the same for the advisors, of course, and farmers. So there was, um, a training sessions and it, that it started to evolve from the beginners to more advanced and along this way people could see what was the main um the main main benefits and constraints they had in that user case and that was very interesting because it also allowed to have different actors collaborating uh, like scientists farmers advisors uh end users and uh and also the user case and it is is trial the problem. So identify the problem and selected one or two uh, digital advisory tools that they thought could be the most suitable to resolve that problem. And and, and that was the main um, result. So here I have uh, just a, a brief snapshot of what is, how is it organized? And in the beginning, we wanted to have 200 adats, and we are very happy to have already 354. So, and, and then you can select, and I will show in a more interactive way how it does work and what are the different possibilities. But just a brief, um, Summary, for example, if you're searching for communication and dissemination tools, you will find 17 of those. And if you're considering having a digital tool that can help you in meat production, it uh, can be rabbit, poultry, or uh, the traditional ones, dairy, uh, cows, and you can have 64. And also some of the dots will fall in more than one agricultural sector. And there are dots also according to the agricultural practice, if it is organic or non-organic. And some of them do have the respective training course, which I will show you uh, here. So for example, at the moment we have 198 training modules. And you can see, for example, the first one, it says it is the target audience is advisors and farmers, and it is available in French. And there is no information regarding the time that it's necessary. But if you go to the last one, it is, again, it, it identifies the dots. It is uh, in Spanish. In Spanish, it takes four hours and it is, the target um, audience is advisors. And here you have in bigger detail, uh, it is the type of what is the main objective, what is the type of training, in this case it's distance learning, what, do you, what are the supporting materials, it is a user guide by PDF, a PDF document, the necessary equipment, the computer, the internet, what are the keywords? So in this case is herbicide and weed management. And then if you want to have, if you want 
If you have questions, you can contact them through the email and then you have links with the additional information. And so here I will just do a brief. Um, so this is the user case map and it is, uh, as I was saying, it's across all Europe and it has very various sectors like horticulture and crops. Uh, with the ones that says various sectors, it means that it's uh, the problem that was addressed. It can be used in, in most of the sectors. So it's broader uh, spectrum. And then you have livestock, poultry. We only had one. And then dairy, there is two user cases. So these are, these are the um, user cases that were considered. And because the project was becoming very interesting and also because of these user cases, New partners were added in 2021 and from um, uh, Denmark, uh, Latvia, uh, Portugal, and for example, also Finland. And here I have a video that, oh God, that it will show. And I just summarizing what is the user cases and how they have been useful. Our user case in Chagas is a, a, a case where we are looking at uh, the use of more mobile digital technologies. So in other words, it's about having tools that you can use on the farm in, and uh, with, with the right equipment that you can actually use them with farmers and show them and demonstrate on the farm how they work. Our user case is about a comprehensive system supporting the collection of data of the market of fertilizers. It's about Cupro. Our user case is about the data that we collect in our poultry sheds. Our user case is ecosystem services powered by Forest Change energies, change experience, and learn about how to spread our platform forest scene uh, and help forest owners and advisors to communicate more the benefits of this uh, platform. The main benefit of Fairshare is that we have at our disposal over 280 uh, digital advisory tools. For example, we, uh, we learned that we all together we had the, the similar issues, the similar problems, but uh, we try to figure out, to find a solution in a different way. So it's good to exchange those practices, let's say. Well, for, for the, the main uh, benefit uh, was the, the sharing with the partners of uh, their recommendation and, and their experience. Uh, it was really interesting because they are coming from different production, different countries. So it was really uh, the diversity of point of view was really interesting. Learn more in fairshare.inventory and follow us on our social media to stay updated. So this video was uh, filmed uh, in the last annual conference that we had in Den Bosch. So it is uh, already um, yeah, sharing what has been done. So I would like to also share with you 
what is the two user case, um, some examples of user cases. And the first one is coming from Serbia. It is applied to dairy. And that that was for the improvement of health and welfare of dairy cows in South of East Europe. And uh, what they did in this case was to improve awareness and management of mastitis in dairy cows. And the digital tool they used for this specific user case was the one developed by Chagas that is already some years um, and has been implemented and calibrated according to feedback. And so they used it in, in their user case as an, and this is an example of how they can be transferable and also reusable for other partners. The other case, uh, user case is from Patriotsk uh, Salskap from Denmark. They have created their uh, digital advisory tool. It is DigiWeed and it is um, uh, to target herbicide treatments, for example, for weed control in crops. So they have been using this uh, for quite uh, long and they are um, quite long and they are very happy with the results and they have been implementing it in a way that um, it can it can be more sustainable for the environment because less herbicide is being spread, but also has an economic benefit for the farmer and it is targeting what is the problem so it doesn't have so many um, side effects and impacts that normally having a wide widespread um, um, herbicide will have in the field. And then, for example, we have two successful Irish examples of user cases. DICTA was the uh, digital agri uh, agriculture advice developed by Chagask, and it is uh, within various sectors because what they did in this case was to trial two uh, advisory regions with new tablet computer devices with internet access to bring digital solutions to the farm in the field. Because if you go with a tablet, you can help easily handle it in your hands and then you can show for example if you're speaking with the farmer you can show for example maps it is very easy to show and has a, uh, a positive visual impact but whereas if you go with your computer first you won't get internet and then you bumbling with it in your hand it can fall if it was with me it would fall for sure and uh, so this is a very practical uh, way to to give advice in the field and to discuss with the farmers. So they have very good results also. And of course, they identified some um, some constraints, but all of them, as for example, you saw in the video, many of the constraints are common to all. And also some of the good results are very common. And the other one was the other Irish uh, user case was the Agricultural Consultants Association. Um, so the challenge was to test and adapt uh, the Chagas slurry storage capacity calculator in the Irish private um, consultancy, uh, agri-consultancy network. So what they did, they developed, um, they had this user case, uh, user case, they had 20 advisors uh, trialing it in five farms. So in a total, 100 farms were trialed with this um digital advisory tool and uh what the it is interesting because i spoke spoke before about training and that not everyone is within the same level 
so they said that many participants within this user case expressed the need for initial training and ongoing support to help them understand how to use the digital advisory tools effectively. And this is was common across all the user cases. And that's why the project also had a very important um um how you say a very important part that was the training and stressed a lot the necessity for it and also they identified like useful uh, for training like video tutorials step-by-step -step guides and refresher courses so you can be updated and also they has a has a result they say that this uh tool uh, allowed their advisors to give their customers important information about nutrient management, while also encouraging them to complete such assessments of farms. And finally, uh, I will pass the, the videos at the, at the end, um, unfortunately, because it's not working as well. But for example, we will have this um, this um, modules, and that there will be there will be online, and so it's two for the training, for adult training, and also how to use the digital advisory tools. But I would like to stress the importance of the last one, module three, which is the importance of sharing, of sharing knowledge, of storytelling. And, and that is very, it is very interactive because it's a two-way interaction between a storyteller and the, uh, and the listeners that are connecting with each other. And they're sharing knowledge, they are sharing, um, uh, concerns and what could be possible solutions. And for that, I would like to, to invite you to come to the plowing championship stand for fair share and also within Chagask, where you can question and, and discuss with uh, Chagask advisors how by joining the digital revolution that is the use of that in, in agriculture, the, what, what are the benefits for farmers, um, has, which are the access to information to manage and grow their farm business in a, an efficient way. And also, um, lastly, uh, you can also visit uh, web, uh, the website where you can have the user cases, the good practice videos, um, and also more information can be found that you can explore, like, for example, the cross visits, that it was something that was very interesting with this project because different user cases uh, when to visit people from different user cases, when to visit other other user cases has a cross visit and they could uh, exchange information and try to help with the other user cases with their problem, with their concerns. And also, and finally, it will be a pleasure if you could come and participate at Fair Share Final Conference that will be held in Saloniki in Greece. And it will be next October, the 2nd and the 3rd. And also will be a back-to-back -back event with Smart AgriUps. So there is also a possibility to interact with other projects within um, digital revolution and, and digital advisory tools. And now I will just briefly present what I had more interactive and more interesting. So just not for me be myself speaking and it'd be also interesting to find out those modules as well raquel they, they look interesting to, to find those on the site so now we have um i can show you the different the different dots 
And then you can here, you can select language. I promise I won't select Portuguese as I'm Portuguese, but I will select English. And then you have here the English uh, digital advisory tools. And for example, if you want to choose an agricultural sector, if you want to, for example, animal production in general, you will see here what are the main what are the main uh, digital advisory tools that are within that concern, within that matter. And then, for example, you go down and they will say how many tools there are. In this case, there are exactly 25. But then, for example, if you want to come and hear what are the challenges addressed, and we can, can put here cap management, and you have three. So it, it allows you to explore this, all these kind of things. And also, I noticed, you... uh, Raquel, that some of the apps that you're showing there are freely available as well. They, the likes of, yes. you know, are, are, are using commonly available uh, platforms free... likes of Google web maps and stuff like that. Yes. And for example, I can, for example, the one that we were speaking about, the ACA example, and you can come here and it is who updated, who uploaded. It is uh, it is applied in Ireland, but it can be trialed in the other cases, and it is in English. And then who is the provider? And then who is it for? And in this case, for farmers, cooperatives, agron agronomists and advisory services, how it works. So it has a, a small introduction and why to use it. So it has here, what are the benefits from using it and what are the challenges addressed? So it, this is very intuitive uh, tool and inventory to use. And for example, if you want, you have here, what are the delivery modes? And also, for example, the category, if, it, if you want radio, social media, analysis, benchmarking, e-mapping, for example, we can have here. And, uh, and then, for example, this one, it is from Spain. And then you can have more information on how it is. It is in Spanish in this case. And again, who is it for and how to use it? And this one is also free to use. And here I will present to you, I was speaking about the the good practice videos that were done that were concluded uh, made a uh, oh god sorry during the project and this is the one that supports climate change and uh, mitigation and adaptation because there are several digital tools with this um, main objective
and I want to share finally this um, this digital tool that was developed and it is a platform that, which is Agnaf and which you can actually discuss in more detail when it's within uh, the plowing um, championship because there will be um, people explaining advisors and how you can use it. So thank you very much. I do apologize for some, um, yeah, not being the perfect presentation in terms of technology. I should practice more, <laughs> but I hope it was very useful. And no, it, 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 no, it was excellent. And, and Raquel, while you're still sharing there, you, you showed a few um, of the the courses or the the modules that can be taken. Where where would one might find those on the the platform? It is here, and you come here to training material. And you have the training modules. And again, you can select the language. And then most likely English will be the most important at this point. And, and then you have one here for Arnus University. Again, it's a multi-language. It doesn't have the information about the duration, but it does have uh, who are the target uh, audience. So here you have... And you can see here the the platform uh, site and you can use it because it will be live and still going on after the project has been uh, has become came to an end. And so here you have all the information. It is very it has a very broad scope of of digital tools with their with the training that you can explore and search and then most of them do have the contact of the people that you can uh, address if you have any questions or would you like you would like to un better understand how it works that's great well thanks thanks very much for that raquel that's a uh, a few few questions coming in here but just maybe before we get to that um, you uh, talked about the communications tools. Has there been much discussion around the, the use of AI tools within this whole area of of digital advisory tools? For the moment, no, but I, I am sure it will be a concern um, in 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 uh, in the coming time because actually, uh, I was reading an article yesterday and they say the artificial intelligence will change the way that we see uh, the world. So it's soon, it's becoming more and more uh, a daily subject. So most likely it will also have an impact in this kind of advisory tools. Yeah, there's, there's been a lot of discussion about the, the use of AI. And I think there's, there's some excellent work happening here in Ireland as well around the, the whole ag tech sector. Um, but uh, this this is a fantastic resource to have. Uh, is it 140 or 198 different uh, tools from across EU? So I think an inspiration for anybody who's thinking about developing a tool or who's, who's maybe looking at seeing what's out there al already and perhaps could be adapted for their own country scenario or indeed uh, maybe can get permission to, to use the tool in, in, in a different country. Um, a, few, a few questions here um, coming through, uh, Raquel, in relation to uh, the project itself. Um, question here in relation to your from your own forestry background, uh, it asks, can you tell us if there are any digital tools that can aid farmers to navigate through the FSC and PEFC certification processes. So this is relating to the sustainable forestry. Uh, 
more more of a technical question, but uh, maybe you'd you'd like to comment on that. Yes, there is actually there is one, and it, it's Portuguese. It's called um, First Sim, and it is a, it is a digital tool that allows people, uh, uh, forest owners, and uh, they they are developing also to be applicable to f- uh, farmers in the way that you can. Um, you can tick and see how are you addressing the um, the sustainability targets, and and if you are com- if you are complying with those, it gives you a score. So I'm not sure. I actually I'm not sure if it is in in English, but if if it is something that it can be easily adaptable uh, adaptable oh god adaptable to English and also for the different landscapes because the criteria is the same across. The the FSC criteria is the same across the European countries, so you can use that for to support you within forestry and agroforestry as well. Right, and um, looking at that, the the different user cases and the the um the the the, the, the trial with the tablets uh, that you were discussing earlier on in Ireland. Um, what was the reaction by farmers to to that, or was was there was there feedback from farmers about that whole engagement around the tablets? Well, yes, there has has a, like in everything, some are very keen and others are not so keen. But for many uh, many advisors at the farmers, they were very happy to see the results and to discuss in the field, looking at the maps, and it is very visual. You see, and it allows to have a good perspe- uh, perception of what is going on and also they the advisor said they'd allow them to deliver better services for their clients and to have it more clear so i think it is a very it was a very uh interesting user case and with very good results some farmers are very keen on on this approach uh in the field and discussing things having the data in front of them uh and discussing through and going through and testing different um different realities and seeing and perspectives and was broadband much of an issue an issue i know mobile broadband is improving in ireland um but was that uh was there any feedback around that yes in some cases and in fact across a lot of user cases one of the problems that it was identified it is the um, the issue with the broadband in fact so that, that I presume is one of the recommendations from the project is to for our telecommunications companies to to improve the the uh, the quality. But look, generally, I think it 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 is fairly positive in Ireland. But uh, maybe there are some black black spots around the around the country. Um, and and just just continuing along with that those that that whole area with the with the tablets. I mean, what were they most useful for? Was it was it mapping or was it uh, dealing with uh, department schemes and, and so on? Mapping, uh, yes. And in the last months with acres, so they use it a lot for acres. Excellent, excellent. And and were there any specific recommendations? I know the the the, the project is coming to a close now and you'll have the final conference next month uh were there any other recommendations having gone through the 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 the, the five years um and and collecting all of these different uh advisory tools from across europe uh are, will the project be producing a set of recommendations for for policy or for 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 advisory services 
Yes, there is, of course, uh, recommendations based on the evaluation that was made for every user case, and in this case, 42 user cases. And uh, many aspects are common within them, and others are very particular. For example, you were speaking about the broadband. For the Lithuania, broadband in Lithuania, it's much different from the one in, in Ireland and for sure different from the one in France. Uh, so those are particular issues for to the country. But then other issues that everyone thought it was very interesting, first is how to engage and make people aware that these tools exist and how they can use them. And, and when we come to this, the, the, the next thing that comes more often is the importance of training and how do you deliver the training. Some people agree that it has, it can be distance learning, but also they would like to have together, like they did in the cross visits and change ideas. It is much better, better if you have an interactive, uh, within, with person to person that you discuss. So these are important things to have in mind. And, um, like we were discussing the other day, ACUS, it is it is interesting, but it has to be broader in this sense that it allows more uh, personal communication and interchange of of good no of knowledge, good practices, and what are the things that you can do together in co creation. And also other, another thing that was very interesting uh, that they, they believe that. It, it is not someone that creates a, uh, an advisory tool. It is good that it's co-created within the advisors, the farmers, and maybe the IT. So together you come with a better solution than just like having a that and then you can you use it. But then if you do it together as a team and you discuss every the aspects and you reflect on those, it is much better in terms of how it will be applicable and the use of and being used. Yeah, well, I, I totally agree with that principle of engaging with your end users from the, the very beginning. It's, it's really crucial to having a product mm -hmm. that's, that's that's usable and, and relevant, uh, of course. Pat, uh, some yeah. interesting questions coming in there from, there from I, our um, audience. Uh, so th there's a question there. What is the governance structure around the tools and how do you ensure that information shared is appropriate, up-to-date and, and, and best practice? I presume that's more around the individual developers making sure that they're cooperating in a way and making sure that there, there's a degree of uh, uh, customization, et cetera, that's, that may be required across national boundaries. And how do you share the information? Well, I, I suppose that how you share the systems and, and that are being developed, if you can share them uh, across different, uh, I suppose, different countries in particular, uh, yes, to make course. sure that... You have the the the, the uh, structures in place to uh, allow you to use it and to make sure that it's it's appropriate. Yes. So this is why the um, this is what they had for the user cases do doing it in different uh, different countries, different legislations, different uh, governance uh, governance. Um, how you say backgrounds, mm -hmm. but. For example, this one's and everyone can add uh, digital advisory tools to this uh, platform. So it can be reachable to everyone in the world, actually. And you can use it and share what is necessary. I'm not sure if I addressed the question. Yeah, and I, I know, I suppose it's, it's, it's about making sure that the, the quality of the product is, is, is uh, and that it's effective where it's being used. Have you seen many cases of uh, cooperation 
arising from the uh the dad are the, the dads that have been put up where others are are taking on uh, either the the core principles or the tool itself oh yes because when they get together they discuss how they can be how can it be used for example uh there are some tools that maybe are not so used in an, in one country but they can very, be very useful in another because mm-hmm. they are maybe a bit far behind or they are starting to implement it for example in croatia they had they trialed two um different uh, digital advisory tools and then they came to realize it will be very useful for the whole country and not for the specific uh, services so they had the training for all over the the government advisory services so that everyone could learn and use this uh, and so do you discuss things between each other and also the cross visits were very useful for that i suppose i personally have been on a, a long journey in the, in this space uh, going back at the 30 years looking at uh and and looking at at various uh systems being developed a, across Europe and we've uh, been involved in developing a lot of systems here and to me th- this is a really important uh initiative to start getting uh, uh uh i suppose cross thinking right right throughout Europe but would i be unfair in in asking the question is this is fair share just sh- should it be just the start of a process and there's a long way i think to go in terms of leveraging what you now have in fair share for future development and future toolkits for advisors is that fair and and what do we need to do then to leverage what's already been done so it is is to maintain what it, it is the starting of the bridge as i showed in the beginning and other projects for example are taking the lead and to implement also what was developed and created in fair share and go further away further in in the future and how to leverage and how to better and make it more a daily use mm. and make it a routine to use digital advisory tools to support a more sustainable agriculture and um one of them is for example quantifarm and the other one is eu farm book that we are they will be evaluating our work but also they will in, integrate in their platform what it has been done and what are the results for example the trainings uh, all this kind of information but you are very right because sometimes the project they the projects go on and then they finished and we are not so sure where to find the information afterwards and how it will progress in the future so that is one of the uh, policy uh, advices that we will uh, policy recommendations sorry that we will provide to the eu because in fact these these projects they have to have a life afterwards their results and what the knowledge that was shared it has to be live through the years and improved of course Raquel, the the um there's a few comments coming in echoing what you talked about the the issues in in Lithuania and broadband and I think uh, some people saying that it's uh, definitely an issue in in a lot of parts of Ireland the the whole broadband uh, access but w- were there any observations made during the project around the, the use of smartphones by farmers or that that use of digital technology by farmers across Europe 
Yes, a lot of them do actually use the apps in the in the in the smartphones because mo a lot of them because there are apps you can use in the smartphone. But if you use it within the tablet, it's bigger, so you can have a, a better uh, visualization. And indeed, uh, the broadband in rural areas, it is a concern and it is something that is within uh, the EU strategy to improve the rural communities and to for a better development. So I am sure that in the coming years, it will be improved so substantially. Okay. And in terms of the, the actual digital literacy side of things, then do you think, is there work that needs to take place there in improving uh digital literacy amongst the farming community or is that is is that an issue i think with all uh, we are always learning so it's not only the farm community but all all, all other sectors we'll have to because we are becoming more and more digital and for example who had thought that you will uh, you will do you will buy your food by a telephone by a mobile phone. You would never thought this in, in some years ago. And so it's just going along with the digital revolution. So it will come actually to all uh, areas in, in, in industry and agriculture, of course, do has to follow and it's following and it's giving, giving already some fruits of this, of this uh, digital revolution and, and, and how it's going, how it is already implementing the technology. So it will for sure, but there is always levels of different knowledge. So that's why it is very important to have the training and um, to better skill uh, and upskill farmers and advisors on what is technology because it's it's transforming itself every day. I think the, the effort... There that goes Sorry. into just to, to finish that off Pat, that just that the effort that goes into the design of these apps yeah in my 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 theory is that you you shouldn't need a training manual for for in an ideal world for an app that it should be so intuitive that it uh it brings you through it so um i think i think that's where effort needs to go in when designing mm -hmm. apps whether it be a government app or be a, a commercial app i think it's it's critically important that it's as as made as accessible, given that there is such a, a, a large um demographic using these uh these these apps as well that you know that they are available and uh even the text isn't too small on them as well. Simple things like that. Pass, sorry, I yeah I no there's just, there. just a couple of questions and I suppose they're relating to Irish apps. Uh is there funding available uh, for farmers to cover the cost of, of GHG analysis app uh uh if they wish to know what their farm emissions are and is, if not, is this a, a barrier to uptake? Uh, and uh, I suppose maybe just in terms of, of of that, and this may be considered a shameless plug, but the, the, the AGNAV programme and, and the, the, mm -hmm. uh, uh, the signpost advisory programme is being delivered free to farmers where yes. uh, you... Uh, effectively sign up and get your your greenhouse gas emissions it's been currently developed and and uh, en enhanced on an ongoing basis so so that is a service there which has built up around the the, 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 the yeah the, the the system um so unless you have anything do you have anything on further on that no, most of them are actually free. So, and I think it is very important also for the governments 
that uh, farmers do comply with the uh, with the emissions and and it is being a great deal all over the world. So most of them are actually free, and Agnav is free. And what's the the funding landscape like around these uh, these these apps, uh, Raquel? Are they typically funded by government or are they commercial apps? Uh, I know you're saying some of them are, are, are a lot of them are free that are available. Um, but is is there enough funding? available for the development of, e- of these apps or, or is, is that something that needs to be more structured uh, within countries i think it could be more structured within countries for example some of the, the example i showed from denmark it was the the advisory service that created but they they had they have a fee and i know pro agria in finland they also have one and they also have a fee for farmers um and in some cases our farmers actually asked if it could be if that could be funding for them for applying and using this kind of digital advisory tools and at the moment that that I am aware I don't know but maybe it will, it will be something that will arise in the coming future because if you have more extra expenses if you want to have a more sustainable agriculture culture and if you also for example if more demands are made to farmers as for example ecosystem services these kind of things maybe could be uh, an important um, aspect to stress within the european uh, commission for funding for the future in this uh, on this matter we have a, a more controversial question here and i'm going to ask you to take off your chagas hat for a moment um, and uh, to ask you, how do the Irish uh, digital advisory tools compare with other countries? Well, there there are three hundred and fifty five, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I can say that they are good because actually they were they they were trialed by other countries. So it means that in these countries they didn't have something developed that they had to use and trial the ones from Ireland. So I do think the ones made by Chagas are in a good stand and are actually um, good tools and then can be applied in other countries like the one from Mastitis. Mark, that's almost like asking her which of her children does she prefer. <laughs> <laughs> Very undiplomatic. Uh, just in terms of, of uh, uh, ongoing funding and the and the, the hope for ongoing funding, is, is there a, a work being prepared in terms of a follow a follow on projects? Uh, that will be discussed soon, but okay. there is some follow up projects already. Uh, already been uh, running, for example, as I mentioned, QuantiFarm and also EU, EU Farm Book. But that's, that will be discussed also for the future. And um, hopefully every, it will be have a continuation. Okay. Really, really good. Sorry, right. go ahead, Pat. No, it's just, I suppose, a, a, another point which uh, where I, I, and in the initial phases of development of systems, we tend to focus on the technical part, calculating the, the footprints or, or identifying the issues. But with the, the toolkit we have, the is there a, a, a movement towards using the toolkits we have to communicate with farmers or to help advisors to communicate with farmers and improve that communication and then uh, improve uptake of the, the the recommendations and the advice that's being given is that a a feature that's 
I suppose, within the, the, the dots themselves. Yes, because communication is one of the, mo- the, um, the important aspects that you, and it is one of the digital tools that are considered, it's communication and interacting with the farmers and within the advisors as well. Yeah, and that that comes through very much in the, the final uh, one of the final questions we have here. Um, farmers, uh, rural isolation is an issue we know in 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 many parts of Europe, and uh, there's a it, there's a concern from this particular uh, audience member that you know by by putting in uh digital devices in in between farmers and and their advisors are we, are we affecting that relationship and by not speaking to a, a live person um or or buying your your food at at the market uh, I, I presume this person is, is, it refers to to um online shopping and so on so were there any 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 observations around that that social impact of of digital tools or even your own observations i think because they're they don't replace uh, the advisor they are a tool for a better uh, management but they won't replacing it but they can be very important uh, aspects of it for example uh you were you were speaking about buying the supermarket in this kind of things yeah you you do lose but in this in this particular case within agriculture you always have to discuss a little bit the results because it, i think it's the essence it it is a tool but it is a way to get to and also um for it, it is a way to monitor how you are i can give you an example from austria they were having um they wanted to they want to have smart uh, small uh, short supply chains so what they did they developed this um tool and tried to connect the farmers with um with the uh, government agencies uh not agencies you know for um elderly houses so they tried to have this and try to see what they needed for the canteens so now they have they are working together and for example some farmers did they do plan their their crops according to what was asked in the past in the past two or three years within these canteens so they are working together it is it was a tool to monitor and to access to asset um um to do an assessment on what was of what were the needs and how you could help within the community so it doesn't replace it is a tool and and it has been very important in this specific case and i'm sure other cases are as well okay uh, raquel uh, we're just coming up on on time pat unless you had, you have any further just, just just one comment and and uh, i suppose we always talk about uh, uh, farmers being isolated but to a degree our agricultural advisors can be uh, particularly in in individual countries, can be a a bit isolated. And I certainly would like to heartily congratulate quite a number of people uh, under a good bit of leadership from from, uh, Tom Kelly in terms of bringing together not just this project, but a lot of of, uh, projects and and organisations to bring together advisory uh, personnel across Europe, because 
I suppose we're an island. We have been uh, very isolated. I think a lot has has, has been done there to, to improve that situation. It's a huge help. A lot of our private advisors in particular are quite isolated. And I think there's a lot more to be done, but a huge amount of work has been done. And congratulations to those who, who have been, been involved in that. Yeah, no, I, I'd like to echo that. And uh, like you say, uh, Tom Kelly, who was the uh the brainchild i think of this this particular project in, in the start uh, uh huge huge uh, uh congratulations to tom on the on this uh, the successful project and uh raquel to you and uh, your team for you. bringing it to, to the point of of completion in, in uh, october and best wishes in that final launch um thank you very much. And, and and thank you again for for joining us this morning um and just you mentioned the ploughing championships there. We we do hope to that anyone visit uh, who's on today will come and visit us at the Ch- the Chagask uh, stand. Uh, it'll yes. be the larger largest uh, stand we've had in in some time. And the overall theme this year is science supporting farmers with interactive uh, exhibits addressing every aspect of farm farming. So do come and visit us next next week. Uh, you can Google the the stand number. And also, you can Google the Fair Share Project. Uh, there, there's a, a full uh, the website is is openly available to anybody who wants to find out more about the the tools, the the, the modules, and and uh, various um, outputs from the project as well. So, next week uh, we're going to be joined by Professor Maeve Henshin and Dr. Jennifer Attar, uh, who are with Chagask and MTU, and we're going to be talking about a, a project called Agro Bridges and the around talking about the challenges and solutions to developing short food supply chains. So do join us next week for that um, uh, really interesting uh, area of short food supply chains, which I think is going to become more and more important into the future. Uh, So until then, enjoy the weekend, and uh, we will talk to you all next Friday morning. You've been listening to the podcast version of the Chagisk Signpost series, the weekly webinar that promotes and examines sustainability in Irish farming. Don't forget to join us live every Friday morning for our latest webinar. For more, visit chagisk.ie. And you can also rate, review and subscribe to the Signpost series on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Mark Gibson and thanks for listening.